Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. You know what's wrong with health and fitness? You weaponize it against yourself. Why didn't you go to the gym today? You're so lazy. Ah, why did you eat that? You have no self-control. Stop it. At Beachbody, we think training and caring for your body in a way that works best for you should be about loving yourself. Let us help you without all the judgment. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Space News Pod, a podcast about space science and tech. I'm your host, Will Walden. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about laws. Yay. Law, bills, and stuff like that. That sounds really exciting, right? Well, it's not because um, these new laws that have uh, been proposed, it's a bill. Uh, H.R. 5666 was introduced by Representative Kendra Horn, a Democrat from Oklahoma, um, who's the chair of the committee's space subcommittee. Uh, They want to alter the Moon to Mars program. Now, what does that mean? Now, actually, you know what? Let's go over to the bill. Let's go over here. You can see. Bills are not that fun. They're not that exciting. And, um, you know, there's pages, multiple, 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 multiple pages, tons and tons of pages about this space exploration and operations moon to Mars program. Okay. So moon to Mars, I'm just going to back up a little bit. So what we plan on doing, we want to send people to the moon by 2024. Want to have people walking around, playing, you know, doing work, mooning, well, maybe not mooning, but doing moon things because mooning would be weird. And also you'd probably have some issues if you pulled down your pants on the moon. That would be bad news. So anyway, I don't even know if space, if spacesuits can do that. Anyway, what they want to do is they want to reappropriate funds from the moon program that the Artemis program to a Mars program. That's what they want to do. And there's a, there's a reasoning behind this. Now let's get into that. And there are a few things in this bill that we have to be kind of wary about. Uh, the lunar gateway should be in orbit around the moon, right? So the lunar gateway is where astronauts will dock before they land on the moon. It's a pretty simple process, if you think about it. Go to one thing, drop off some stuff, pick up some stuff, get in another module, go down to the surface. Okay, so that's what is planned. It's not simple. Let me back up there. It's not simple. It's very difficult. But go there, do your thing, go down to the moon. Okay, so now in this new bill, um, they want to make sure that the lunar gateway 
can be a staging area for Mars too. Um, the bill called the facility uh, Gateway to Mars. So they're changing things up. You know, um, it's kind of weird that politicians have this sort of power. Like, hey, we're going to give you money for this and we're going to change this around because we think this is better than what NASA thinks. And I've always thought that. Like, hey, you're a politician. How do you have this kind of power over something that's science? Okay, so there's there's a head of science, basically. And they say, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Okay, and here's the money for it. You have to do these things because we said so. NASA can, you know, say, okay, we need this budget to do these certain things, and this is the way we think we should do it. But in all reality, it comes down to these bills where they are going to give them millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars to do these things. And NASA is just at the mercy of politicians, which is really horrible in some circumstances. Now, this gateway to Mars, um, it's a kind of cool concept, right? So it's kind of like a, a base station, like a, like a mothership sort of thing. It's like the ISS. So they don't just want to have it in lunar orbit. They want to be able to put it elsewhere in cislunar space. And it wouldn't be required to support lunar landings. So they want to do lunar landings without the gateway, which is okay. I mean, we did it for Apollo, right? We can do it. So they kind of figured, okay, so we don't need this thing. Let's ditch it from this plan, but let's put it over here and do it over here. And it's better, you know, for everybody, because if we're going to go to Mars, maybe it's cool to have a base halfway there where you can restock and maybe we can send things to that base, uh, before astronauts get there and then you can, you know, maybe get some more food or, you know, take a nap. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do there. Who's, who knows? You know, like maybe you're going to watch your favorite Netflix. I don't know. Just a change of scenery, change of pace. You dock with a thing. You hang out for a little bit. Um, but they also want to do something with the lunar lander, too. So they want NASA to have full ownership of the lunar lander. Which... They're working with partners with the Lunar Lander right now. You know, they're working with different companies to try to figure out how to make the best Lunar Lander for the most uh, the most efficient way to make the Lunar Lander. And Blue Origin uh, debuted Blue Moon a little while ago. That was a great thing. It showed that, you know, private companies can do really amazing things. And NASA can just go like, okay, well, we're just going to rent this from you. Or, hey, we're going to use this for our program and we'll um, we'll buy it off you, basically. Like, you do the work. Here's a contract. Do your thing. Um, not a rental. It's not like a, not like a blockbuster rental from back in the day. So the bill would direct NASA to have full ownership of the lunar rat lander rather than buying services from other companies like Blue Origin. Which, if you go forward, there's... They're trying to make uh, the whole the whole point of the the quote new space race is to make sure that um, you know companies can make money doing this and NASA buys their services. That's it. You know how do you make money in a society where it's a capitalist society? You have programs like NASA. Um, who buy services from somebody like Blue Origin or somebody like SpaceX or, you know, something like that. 
or Boeing or ULA or whoever. And it seems like a weird thing that they would say, okay, well, NASA, um, we're going to make you make this. We're not going to buy services. You're not going to buy services from somebody else. You're going to make this. This is all you now. Full ownership. And the bill also directs NASA to develop a human lunar lander as an integrated lunar landing system carried on an exploration upper stage enhanced space launch system. Whew, the SLS Block 1B. Um, so Boeing proposed a uh, design, and this is as close as they wanted to get. They wanted to get it as close to this Boeing design as possible. And, you know, the... The reason that I actually brought this up today is that I think it's frustrating for people at NASA to change course all the time because somebody else says, hey, this is a better idea. And we have the money for this other idea. It might not be better. It might just be a different idea. Um, And I do agree with sort of like a base station for like a lunar orbiter or a cis space orbiter someplace, you know like a base station, like a mothership where people can go and hang out and read a book or do whatever they're going to do, get ready, get prepped for the mission, pick up supplies, pick up water, pick up food, and then be on their merry way to Mars. I think that's a good idea. I think it's a great idea because you don't want to spend all that time in a little capsule. You want to be able to stretch out and little change of scenery would be awesome. Now the lunar lander, on the other hand, um, there are companies that can make them. So I don't understand why NASA should have to do that all themselves. I'm not sure exactly if this is them, you know, paying for the service or if this is them actually owning the lunar lander. So I have to look into that a little bit more, but there, like I said before, there's pages and pages and pages and pages and pages of this thing. So this is just a very brief, I mean, look at this. This is a very brief overview of all of this right here. Very brief overview. And when I get some more information about it, I'll let you know because I'm going to, I'm not going to read the whole bill because it is ridiculously long, uh, 102 pages. And, you know, if I had an intern, <laughs> I would say, Hey, intern, read this thing and give me a synopsis because, uh, there, there's just a ton and ton of information in there and I can't read it all. Um, fiscal year, 2020 authorization of appropriations, um, there's tons of money exploration, uh, 6 billion, uh, 1.4 million or 1.4 billion shall be for the Orion multipurpose, uh, crew capsule 2.5 shall be for the space launches from the SLS, uh, 590 million, uh, shall be for the exploration ground services and 1.4 billion shall be for exploration research and development for space operations for bill, uh, for science 7 billion of which 1.9 shall be for earth science. 2.7 2.7 shall be for planetary science. 1.3 shall be for astrophysics. 423 shall be for James Webb Space Telescope. Please, please make that work. James Webb will be pretty awesome. And 724 million shall be for heliophysics. Um, and it goes on and on. Like there's tons and tons of money involved here. So when they say we're going to do this thing and NASA's like, eh, it's not the best idea, but it's it'll work. But we need that money. So that's, you know, that's what I figure they're in these boardrooms and they're like, well, we need the money we want to keep going and we want to keep building stuff. We want to keep these people employed. So if this passes, this is, this is the direction we're taking. 
Okay, well, let's go, guys. Let's do this. So anyway, this is this is just me kind of uh, going off on a tangent there. So I want to say thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. If you're on YouTube, youtube.com slash Space News Pod. And if you're listening to the podcast, any podcast platform, uh, Space News Pod. So thanks again, everybody, for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. If you want to support the show even more, you can go to patreon.com slash Space News Podcast. You can also uh, join the live streams and you can do super chats in the streams. You can um, become a member of the channel as well. So my friends, again, uh, thanks for tuning in. My name is Will Walden. This has been the Space News Pod, and I'll see you soon. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500 with available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.